back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> J, five seven. You're right. <laughs> Boys need to start lining us up, man. We are back. Old school. J Foreman, DP, Austin. <laughs> Appreciate it, Austin, having us on the ones and twos. Looking good, sounding good, and all that good stuff. Uh, we mentioned uh, Nebraska and the support they have. You know, one of my friends, our former teammates, is the athletic director at Illinois. And, uh, yeah, I used to call it Illinois. I was corrected and say Illinois. And he just talked, I saw him at, you know, last year at Big Ten. And he talked about, like, man, you know, the support you guys have and have had is extraordinary. And he's like, you know, the way that they got to do things, they got to make sure that they, every, time that they step on the field or on the basketball team or you know any sport they have to make sure it's on a point it's on the good product is out there and he's able to really push illinois to you know hire bielema uh hire lovey before that um hire the basketball coach and really take a huge step to not only when he's asking for support he's showing them this is what you can get from support, which has allowed them to prosper basketball-wise. Obviously, we've seen up close and personal and football-wise in a very uh, short matter of time. And um, it takes a lot of patience, perseverance, and, and courage to go about it like that. And, you know, especially when you don't have, you know, the rinse and repeat, you know, support that you have here at Nebraska. So, um, look, at the end of the day, man, the season's going to be here before you know it. Um, and then it's going to be over before you know it. So, I mean – Really, it falls on the players and the coaches just, you know, finding a way to get, you know, that much better every day. And then once they get in the camp, they got to maximize every day. It's not going to be easy. Um, I think the schedule sets up finally for Nebraska to have some success. Just on paper, it looks that way. Um, Where the games are, what time of year, do you play, you know, certain teams at certain times of the year, back-to-back and all that stuff. I think Nebraska gets a little bit of a a break. And so, you know, when you have an opportunity – it's that when you have an opportunity that presents itself, which is every season. But when you have a really golden opportunity this year where you're playing a lot of teams that are in the same situation that you are that weren't usually when you played them, they were, you know, button up organizations. Even you look at Purdue, right? You knew who the head coach was. You knew the quarterback was going to be able to throw the ball, and you knew that they were going to have at least one or two receivers mm-hmm. um, and then have a couple guys on defense here or there. And then when you look at Wisconsin, you knew exactly what they were going to do. Three yards of cloud of dust, throw it to the tight end, hell fight on defense. Over the years of hurt Nebraska on special teams, right? Throwing in your side. Um, and then you look at Northwestern. You knew that every other year Northwestern was going to be anywhere from eight to ten win team. That didn't hold true. They're in extreme transition, right? They haven't been able to um, really, you know, hit the jackpot on transfers at the quarterback position because the players that they have developed have also moved on to other universities. And then obviously they had some guys get drafted. Definitely had two first round offensive linemen, which is hardly, you know, ever thought of at North Northwestern guy drafted early on the defensive line, uh, running back drafted this year, so forth and so on. So that those things losing those type of draft eligible and draft draftable players aren't replenished at a school like at like Northwestern. So when you look at the Big Ten West, the only team that seems like they're somewhat buttoned up, we just finally beat, which is Iowa. They even had to go outside of their normal practices and get a quarterback out of the portal that was hurt all last year 
and didn't start at Michigan. Figuring that they're always they'll be better across the offense line, which I think Nebraska beat up pretty good. Lost a lot on defense, but got another tight end. Figured it's going to be the same old Iowa. So when you're looking at where Nebraska can start, hold their head above water in the middle of the season, and then finish strong, this is an extremely um, gettable schedule. I I would hope that when we look at the schedule, Nebraska fans look at Nebraska first. Like, well, yeah, like, like there's no I, guaranteed W. Like I don't I don't I don't particularly care who's on the schedule. Truth be told, one, it's not like the Big Ten of, uh, that it's going to be in two years where you're going to add USC and UCLA. It's going to be one conference. You're going to have to get your meat and potatoes every year no matter what. Mm. So, for Matt Rule and this roster, he's got to work on correcting mistakes, big mistakes. Like – being able to tackle, to be able to get snaps in play, to get plays in at the right time, to stay healthy, things that they – like you can't control health, but you you can't control injuries, but you can control health. So if Nebraska shows up August 31st and they're fit and they've worked hard and they've worked on their tackling, they've actually, they're actually improving their tackling – they're improving hand placement on the offensive line. Uh, they got some depth on the defensive front. So the schedule ain't going to matter. But if they do what's been done for the previous five years, common sense says it doesn't matter who, who they play. Like, yeah, men, I mean, like P.J. Opponent, Fleck. The PJ, biggest opponent has been themselves. Yeah, like it's it, – this is really – like whatever their mantra should be, it has to be about self. It has to be about self. Don't care that it's P.J. Fleck. Look, P.J. Fleck had advantage over previous staffs, right? right. He, I, I'm not sure. Like, aside from the running game, I'm not sure he had more talent across the board than Nebraska. He had elite runners. His quarterback play was a step beyond behind Nebraska's. Offensive line, two of the five were questionable. But he simply had a plan, and they didn't beat themselves. They simply waited for Nebraska to cough. And the last four years, Nebraska coughed. <laughs> right. Right? They gave him a chance. Colorado, Colorado without Dion would be of disinterest to me. I would be disinterested. I would be indifferent about Colorado. But I'm curious about Colorado now. The, the 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 two first two home games, it's it only scares me that you have to go to Minneapolis and Boulder first. If the if you flip the schedule and said we're gonna play these two home games and get a chance to get get our get our grown man legs and <laughs> figure out okay how do we line up what the rotation is gonna be how do we handle that I'd feel better about Minnesota and Colorado, but the fact that Minnesota and Colorado first. If it was Colorado first, I'd feel okay. I but mean, it's it, Minnesota. P.J. Fleck knows what he's bringing in. Yeah. Like, he knows. I it, mean, they ain't changing. Right. Like, he's going to be what he's going to be because he's he, he's going to copy success because he's had nothing but success. So then it's Nebraska. Who's going to quarterback? Who's going to be your starting tailback? 
Who's going to be? Well, we know who's quarterback. Right? So we Jeff, had this discussion yesterday. Jeff Sims. Okay, so Jeff Sims is the starting quarterback. Running back, 1A. Do we know? Or are we sure? Receiver, we, 1A. Anthony Grant is going to be starting. Anthony Grant. Okay, so. Grant's, Marcus Washington. Marcus and, Washington. And a host of others. Dude. Are you willing to con- are you willing to concede, or do you believe that Marcus Washington will lead this team in passes caught this season? Because I think it's Billy Kemp. But yeah, I mean, I think that's that's based on the scheme. I think Billy Kemp will get you know be a volume type of receiver or but receiver. But that doesn't necessarily mean that Marcus Washington won't be your your guy. How much do you trust? That Thomas Fedoni will be the leading receiver amongst tight ends. We we don't do we, we don't we can don't have that trust. We ain't seen nothing. We don't have that trust. But I know I, Nate Borkature could get busy. Right. Though. Well, if Borkature's the, the does not the, know if Borkature can play. But is he is he all Big Ten level? No, nah, man. I mean that's it, it, first of all, Iowa got two of the best tight ends not only in the in the league like top fifteen in the nation. You talking about being all going from. Being, I mean, you need a consistent football player. That's what they need right now from Nebraska. Just don't suck. Is that? Yeah. And, I, and really, to be honest with you, <laughs> right? Uh, that's fair. How, however, you look at the schedule. Yeah. You look at the schedule. Yes, playing on the road at Minnesota, all things considered, is not ideal. Would you like to play at home? Sure. Yeah. But do you really want to play at home with a team that doesn't know each other? Can you know? You got a ton of distractions when you have a home game. Mm-hmm. Short week, but it, it can also be distraction a week prior because mm-hmm. you hear, okay, my parents are coming to town, brother, you know, everybody like that. So, in my opinion, if I'm trying to batten down the hatches mm-hmm. and get the most focused, right, mm-hmm. is let's go on the road. Now, ideally, you'd like to go on, on the road and play a team that isn't as buttoned up as Minnesota, mm-hmm. but – Minnesota's also bring transitioning in a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what he did as a backup player, he hasn't started before. A new running back. They lost mm-hmm. the best center in the draft, mm-hmm. or one of the best offensive linemen in the draft. They lost another offensive lineman. Now they do get their number one receiver back that was hurt last year. They're bringing in a new running back, and their tight end is pretty good. But these are all the same players that Nebraska played against last year. Mm-hmm. And the, the players that are still on the roster – have been successful against them. Now, when you think about offensively versus Minnesota's defense, Minnesota's defense is probably in the best shape they've been in as far as guys coming back. But Yeah, well, kind of. But the thing is, they lost one of their starting defensive tackles to the portal, and another one I think is in the portal as well. So regardless if you have depth there, you're losing guys that were productive players on your defense that and – two of them at a crucial position. So when we're thinking, we're looking across the team, yeah, they have more experience. With Coaching staff has been together. They got their offense, I think, or coordinator back. So there's more continuity there. But it's not going on the road at Ohio State. Let's not, let's not again, like two, uh, two or three years ago, going on the road to Illinois. Let's not make Illinois something that they're not. Are they a competitive team? Is Minnesota a competitive team? Yes, you know what you're getting. And then when you're playing against the Colorado team, the best time to play Colorado is week two. Yep. Not week one. Yeah. Week two. Or in your you second some, game. You got some tape. You got tape. You got there is no two surprise. extra days to prepare. Exactly. You can see their weaknesses. You can see, okay, what actually can they do? What they what are they trying to do? 
You can see how they played against another team. And also, they haven't caught their rhythm. Because Colorado's a team that I don't think that their record is going to be up to what, obviously, anybody up in Boulder would like. But they will be a problem later in the season because you'll start to get some repetition and start to get some rhythm. So we're catching them at the right time. We're catching Minnesota if there is a right time. You want to catch Minnesota early. You got to think Minnesota, even though they've played in these games early, they've almost lost every single one of these games. And they yeah, Georgia yeah, Southern, yeah. Fresno State, yeah. South Dakota State, the yeah. linebacker in the cover three. I still talk. It just I I couldn't believe it. Yep. You forgot to drop in the flat, and that was the game. That was that was that's how you lost the game. Yep. So going up there, you're not playing a juggernaut like Penn State in the whiteout. They're they're hard to beat. Iowa late in the season getting Ohio State or Penn State coming in there. They're hard to beat. Then you come home, and it's no slouch. Northern Illinois is going to be tough as nails. Louisiana Tech is going to spread you out and, and have the speed. But these are two winnable games. So, yeah, there's four games that you're definitely getting off the bus thinking, expecting that you should, you could win. But you also have the reality, if we don't handle our business, then we'll be in trouble. But ultimately, like DP said, Matt Rule's biggest job is coach these guys continually day in and day out even in the offseason on how to get out of their own way now i will tell you this though what i do think is and this is probably why you know it was where you got to pay him this much yeah you, matt rule's not going to get up there and say after we've lost numerous games we got to keep doing we, we got to do what we've been doing we just got to do it better he's not I, he, he ain't gonna do that he ain't gonna let dp as a defensive coordinator or an offensive coordinator still try to run 32 gut and it ain't working on third you know on third and eight what you keep running the draw for third and one keep throwing two delay flat or something you know what i mean so that's where i think is the difference and before i mean into yours and to the text line saying minnesota notoriously bad starters uh last year they were 4-0 before before things got a little shaky like they they were the best team they were the best team yeah in the Big Ten West, head and shoulders until injuries. In, yep. And then they, they also went. 38 they, nothing New Mexico State at home. 62. They, after that Michigan State Put up a 62 game, burger against they, Willow. They, yeah. they, then they got a little bit full of themselves because they had to buy a week at the wrong time. They're the hottest team. Yep. Got hurt or injuries. Yep. They were a team to be beat. Mich- they beat Colorado 49-7, beat Michigan State 34-7. And then, at, at Michigan and, State. Yep. And then it got rickety after yep. some injuries and some things. So they start like. They start, but I was just talking. They about are this, who they are. But I was talking about the first game. They, yeah, they have some problems. Yeah, they they've got some questions. It's gonna be, like I said, this whole thing because they're not sitting up there thinking like, okay, we know exactly what Nebraska. They have no do. idea. <laughs> now just think about this before we go to break and, and text line Texas in. Minnesota has to think, okay, we don't know what exactly what Nebraska is gonna gonna do defensively, and we still have to get our quarterback ready to play at an all, all Big Ten level against a three three five. Well, what you know, it's a three-three-five. Uh-huh. You don't know what type of three-three-five. Right, right. But you also got to – The main thing you got to focus on him getting ready. So you're stretched at both ends. So, hey, look, you know, text lines are open. You can call in. Yeah, we don't get a lot of call-ins. You know what, DP? We need to start letting people call in, man. That's right. a thing we're working on. We're got to start it, but we got to be. We, yeah. you know, you can't be calling in after you've been sauced up. We had to hit that red button. Yeah, we're we're that we're four to six. So yeah. we we got a different than the sixty-eight folks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, Jay Foreman, DP. We're heading to a short break. We'll be right back. 